Well, my name is um, Aruna Sife, and um, I'm a, well, I do music, but as of the moment, I don't do music as much. So my stage name is Tyrone the Prince, and um, I am currently based in the UK, and then I work for the uh, National Health uh, Service, which is the NHS, and then uh, I basically have been there for 10 years. At the moment, I am running uh, Airbnb mainly in the Gambia, where I have several properties and I'm running Tories Airbnb there. And I can say it's been quite successful for the past um, three to four years that I've been running it. The only problem I had is with uh, the pandemic uh, the past few uh, years. So we're still trying to pick up. So um, at the moment, I'm into like um, a bit of, um, uh, I could say, a state, you know, buying um, land sort of land and then uh, looking to resell them to make a little bit of profit in the uh, in, in Gambia and Ceridian. This, 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 this is Diversified, diversified, diversified game, 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 Game. A podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with Kelly. He may agree, he may oppose, and it's more than just race, it's about, you know, ideas. So, let the game begin. It's Kellen. And today on Diversified Game, I got to tell you, I'm going to brag on this guy a little bit because we were at Lagunda with the family, just eating. This gentleman and his friend were next door. And for those Americans who don't understand, when you start talking to somebody and they're eating next to you, you come and say, join the table, wherever you are in the world. In Asia, you do this everywhere. You should do that because you never know right. who, your, who your next friend will be. I got Chief Aruna and this brother is the reason I just the vibe is a humble spirit and he has a lot going on. But a lot of you want to look rich. This brother is on his path to real wealth. And he was just telling us things while even working his job. Yes, his job. He's hustling and flipping things. And I just love that. So welcome to the show, my bruv. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you very much. I really appreciate being on here tonight. And then I hope that I could be able to inspire some um, um, some of my folks out there, some of my brothers and sisters that are, I'm hoping that they will come and join us in Africa very soon in this investment journey and then changing the picture of the face of Africa. Well, well, tell me this, because you're doing something that many Africans here in the States have told me there's no way you can run a business in Africa without you being there because everybody will chop your money. And you're you found trustworthy partners that you work with. You, you know, you stated you talk to them daily, if not weekly. How I think training and finding the right business is um, something that is hurting people's mental. So how did you go about to get trustworthy partners? Did you, you know, I, I just want to know, was there a secret formula that you can share? Well, basically, um, um, the, the type of business I do, you see, for you to be able to run business in Africa, you need to identify the type of business first that you, you can basically run from overseas that you don't need to be there. Okay. Before I get to find the people that I'm actually working with, um, first what I did was I, I've been trying to do all different type of business in terms of buying merchandise, taking it down there, selling, opening a shop, and do all these things moving forward. But unfortunately, it didn't work because some of these um, 
businesses that I wanted to do in the past, which was more of um, uh, um, um, buying and selling, needed my attention there. And I wasn't there. And obviously, um, what you will find out when you go to Africa, number one, or you go to some certain places and you meet certain individuals, you want to run a business, they will certainly tell you that the business that they're interested in or their idea, it's not about what is actually going to be good for you. It's about what they want to do, something of interest of them. And then if you easily jump on that, basically, it's like you're jumping on their dream. It's not your dream. It's about what would you want to do? So I, I did try several of these um, uh, 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 business in a start, you know, buying merchandise, taking it out there, living it with people. I did run up lots because sometimes uh, it didn't go as planned and, and people are basically um, telling you this story and that story. We've heard that. So, and then I, I started buying land. So when I started buying land and it, it was easier for me because when I purchased the land, make sure I got all my documents and the land is there, probably have a little like um, a little storage house where, you know, a, a gardener or somebody can stay. So I started doing that. So, and then I basically decided that I wanted to build a, 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 a complex in there where I would be able to run an Airbnb. So when I finished it and then I, I registered it on Airbnb and then I started running Airbnb. So, and um, I had a guy there who I started working with. Basically, I started working with my uncle first and then with my caretaker, you know, started the whole Airbnb thing. So he started working for me. So this is something that, I could basically run from here, you know, because I've got everything set up there. I've got the cleaners there. I've got people that are looking after the property. So the only thing I needed was um, to make sure I register it on Airbnb and then people can go there and book the property. And then basically uh, they will pay online or sometimes they pay on arrival. So which was easier. So what I did as well, I set up an account back home where if they pay cash in hand, then Whoever they paid it to, they make sure they go and take it and put it into my account straight away. And then uh, whatever commissions I would have to pay, Airbnb or Booking.com, and then I make sure they get their commissions. Like Airbnb, they 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 take their commissions straight away when ones gets paid. But Booking.com is different from Africa, so it's like you get the money firsthand, and then they will send you their invoice in about two to three weeks, and then you have to pay it into their account of the country that you actually have the property it has to be if it's in gambia then you have to pay it into their booking.com account in gambia with the invoice and everything so i have been running that for the past three to four years now and uh, honestly it's been going on successfully uh, i've been getting a lot of guests from the, the diaspora a lot of uh, uh, jamaican uh, american and uh, because there are a lot of um, um, Europeans go to Gambia as well. So I've been hosting a lot of Europeans as well. And at the moment, as we speak, I do have guests at the property as well. So, um, you know, when I met this individual in, in, in Gambia, we, we, we started off as, as, you know, as friends and I, and I know they, they had an ambition. And obviously because I go back home more frequently, and, 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 and one thing I would say, it, it's always nice when you can speak the local language so you can understand the individuals and then they can understand you. And it's, it's, um, and then I try to make my business where people don't really have to handle money that much. 
Do you understand? They don't have to handle the physical cash that much. It's like um, most of the time uh, the, the guests do pay straight into my account. So the only thing I will get to uh, speak to them is about the commission I will basically give them or what they will be getting from whatever bookings or uh, whatever I decided uh, we agreed on for them to get. So basically they're mainly focused on that. But they're not only focused on my, uh, they, they got other stuff that they're doing for themselves, individuals. So I try to make sure I partnership with somebody who's already got something going on for themselves than just um, basically just, you know, relying only from what, uh, you know, I'm bringing into the table. So I can say I've been lucky to have this kind of people that I deal with. It's never been easy. I do get hiccups here and there, but, you know, it's, it's been really good and, 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 you know, successful and I'm still working on it. Well, tell the people, because people will say, okay, you can speak the local language, even though, you know, many Americans want to run to the Gambia because they say, oh, they speak English. And I said, well, the whole world can speak English, but wherever you go, there's always going to be some type of, um, even if you go to Ireland, right? There's Americans who they go there and say, I thought they spoke English and they were yeah. speaking uh, Gaelic. And it's like, you know, <laughs> um, but this is for the world audience. So I want to include everyone, but give people your background because you are tied in. You are a uh, double sim, you know, uh, um, taught yeah, me that yeah. you, you taught me that that term. Um, but tell people kind of your background so they can kind of see how you use your cultural background and your citizenships and maybe even residencies to make money. Yep. So basically, I'm half Gambian, half Sierra Leonean. My father is a Gambian. My mother is a Sierra Leonean. So I have basically lived in both countries. I've schooled in both countries, and then um, I can speak. Um, um, most of the local languages in both countries as well. And because of our school in both countries, I understand both countries and I do go frequently, you know, into these countries. That's how I manage to, um, you know, uh, be able to do most of these things uh, out there. And um, I mean, so that, that's my, that's basically my background, per se. So, um, that's the reason why I have been able to, you know, able to achieve some of these things that I've been able to achieve because of I understand Gambia and Sierra Leone. I've lived there, I've schooled there, so it, it, you know, it it gives me the insight. So that's why when I think about doing something, I go to places that I that I understand and know more. So, um, like you said, there are a lot of diasporans. Um, going into the Gambia and Sierra Leone and hoping to make, um, you know, a better life for themselves. Obviously, some of them are. A lot of them are making a better life for themselves out there. I think it's a beautiful place to go. And um, there is a lot of potential out there, a lot and lots of potential. It's just that the pandemic has been uh, a big pain in the ass for, for, for especially the Gambian economy and the Gambian government. Uh, because they, 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 you know, rely on tourism big time. So because of that, you know, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of struggling has been happening in the industry um, uh, with with the tourism and uh, and the lifestyle of the country as well. But um, hopefully once once maybe that uh, back up the the, the 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 tourism, you know, go back into normal how it was, then the country was really picking up. In 2019, if I can remember 2019, um, just before uh, the 2020 New Year's, I had over 60 or 70 bookings 
pre-arranged uh, bookings for 2020. And then by, the, by, by March 2020, everybody just cancelled. So the whole of 2020, I wasn't able to make money myself and neither the, the, the tourism industry in Gambia. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it, really. Now, when, you know, COVID hit and people stopped, you know, uh, booking, I know, like, my friends in New York who had, you know, many Airbnbs, I mean, everything just stopped. But for us in the, the States, the real problem is everything is credit. So people weren't owning the things. Um, in Africa, it's different. When, you know, yeah. to have your property, you have to own it. So you were in a better position than yes. many people around the in the West because you yes. own these properties. Yes, yes, that's true. That's hundred percent true. Because in in Africa, mainly, yes, they do uh, they do sort of um, um, uh, mortgages and stuff like that. But I could say in Gambia, mainly ninety five percent of people out there on their properties. You know, ninety five percent of people out there on their properties is either their family houses or their individual houses or they inherited from family, but mainly like uh, people on their properties out there. So I could say COVID hit me, but it didn't hit, you, you know, it didn't hit me as much because, uh, you know, I didn't have to pay no um, house rent. I didn't have to pay no bank mortgages or, 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 or all, all this stuff. I probably have to be sorting out maybe the people that were working for me, maybe my staff and then and, and security. Those are the only thing I was I was really worried about, and you know, but with the housing finance and whatsoever, light bill and water bill, that that wasn't really my issue because obviously, the the, the, the it runs on cash power in Gambia, so it's like whatever you put in, it's like a, you, it's like a key service or something, and then the water is borehole, so so I don't have to pay water bill. So, like you said, yes, it didn't hit me that much to, to be honest when it comes to paying the house rent and. Uh, paying all this sort of stuff that people in the West will, will, will go through, like some, some people lost their properties because they couldn't afford to pay the mortgages and stuff. Definitely. And here in the States, there were landlords who had six properties who were living in their car in, in the tri-states wow. because the, go the government, you know, we had where people didn't have to pay their rent. And people are like, I have six properties and they don't have to pay me, but I have to pay the bank. So you always have to count your blessings no matter where you're at. So whether you're listening to this on iTunes, Spotify, our new partner at AYV Radio, that's African Young Voices right there in Freetown, Sierra Leone, be inspired, count your blessings and keep pushing. Now, I have to know because you had a, you know, a good career in the uk you still do how crazy did people think you were to say wait you're gonna go buy and build in africa and i and i and I, i'm this is why i'm asking because when you put on your entrepreneur hat very few entrepreneurs get the support that you get now that you've shown that you're successful but because you did have a good career people will also say well of course he can go do that the man does music. He was a model. He's acted, you know, and they'll, they'll, it's like damned if you do, damned if you don't. So how crazy did people think you were? And then, you know, how, how much, um, you know, it, it, you know how it is, um, African family, black people around the world until you win. Then we, we, we applaud you once you win. <laughs> but when you're doing the journey, there's no support or very little support, I should say. I'd, I'd just love to know for you to share with the audience how that worked for you. Great question. I think in life in general, right, 
whatever you're doing, people are not going to believe in your dreams or whatever you want to do. And then everything you're doing, it's going to be a sacrifice. It's going to be a trial, okay? Your main goal is to be successful at whatever you want to do. Either if it's building houses or buying plot of land or moving somewhere, setting up a business. And, and, and just like I was talking to my sister earlier on, it's the same question that you've come up with, okay? People are always going to doubt your goals. People are always going to doubt what you want to do in your life. And then obviously, you know, once they see the success out of it, then they'll be like, oh, yeah, you, you've done it great and whatever, but you don't know how the struggle went. Obviously, you have to, it's about how much you want the thing for yourself, okay? How much you want to, what do you want to make out of yourself? You know, I, I, do you want to uh, have properties to be able to employ people, to be able to give people a better life or, you know, to be able to create an employment and so on and so forth? Okay. I could have done most of those things here in the UK, but I choose Africa. You understand? I choose uh, Gambia and Cerulean to go and invest my, my, my little change that I'm making over here. And obviously, it, it, it wasn't easy for me. So what I did was, when I went there, I didn't go straight start buying the expensive properties, the expensive plot of land. I went, I looked for the, 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 the area where the land prices were a bit cheaper and, um, and buy them. Because with, with development, if, if you want to go, you have to have a lot of money if you want to buy uh, an expensive land in a well-developed area. So you try to go outside where there is less developed area, you know, where, you know, you can buy a plot of land at a very good rate. And then along the years, you know, the place get developed. Development obviously comes towards where you are. And, and then obviously the prices of that place goes up. So that is exactly what I did with all the properties that I have now. I, I make sure I, I try to buy it in a place. For example, if, in the town center, they're selling it for like maybe $10,000. I'll probably go somewhere, I get it for about $3,000. And within a year or two, or within that five years, my, my property would have, you know, my land would, could have, would have worth about five to $10,000 because as the year goes, development comes and everything. So that's how I saw it. So I started investing slowly, slowly with all this um, 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 low cost land. And at the moment, the, with the property that I've put in, into this land have become more expensive. So, you know, I started investing slowly into those and then, you know, along the years. So now I've managed to achieve some of these, which I am still continuing to, to invest in, in that, you know, it's, it's something never easy because some will look at you and say, oh, yeah, well, you're rich now. I mean, you got all this stuff, you know, I mean, but they did not know how all of that, uh, uh, came by, do you understand? So it's all about perseverance and know what you want and know what you want to do with your life in general, do you understand? So it, it's not an easy road. So if, if somebody from, from the diaspora, because I know mainly this, this program is about people who are coming from the diaspora, especially someone like yourself, because for me as a Cerulean and a Gambian, because of I speak the language, I know the countries, I've lived there, you know, there are one or two things that will be very easier for me to achieve or to be able to negotiate and stuff like that. You know, people that are coming from the diasporans who like yourself who has just been granted your citizenship in Sierra Leone. I mean, you, you love the place. You, you want to, 
you want to go out there, you want to make a change, you want to make a difference, okay? My advice is that you need to visit there, you need to go there, you need to take your time, you know, um, go around the country, connect with the locals, do you understand? Try to connect with the locals, understand what the needs of the locals, and then understand how the locals live their life, do you understand? From there, I'm sure you will get idea of what you might want to do. Even if you if you have your idea from outside and you brought it in, you need to you need to go and study to see like whether if this idea that I have is it something that is going to work? Is it something that the people here are going to appreciate? Is it something that they're going to you know jump into and and you know make it make it actually work? Because whatever idea you take out there or you actually got from there is actually going to help the economy, it's going to help the locals, it's going to help people out there <clears throat> because you're coming with, with, the, with the development. Whatever you do out there is a development for the country. But you, would ha you basically have to visit first. Visit, go out there, connect with the locals, spend some time there, do you understand? And then, you know, not just once, maybe once or twice. And then from there, you will get to understand and know what you want. But what I can say is so difficult for one to have a successful business running in Africa while you're not there. It is, it is very difficult. For me, I find the Airbnb much sufficient and, 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 and manageable from my point of view. It's because I, I don't have to be there. You understand? I'm here doing my work and then, and then the Airbnb is running successfully because everything comes, the bookings comes on my phone then I send them the details to whoever they have to meet in, 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 in Gambia when they arrive. And then I call the person, tell them whatever guest is coming at this time, they will call you and blah, blah, blah. Meet them up at this certain place, take them to the property. Is that easy? So once they get there, they call me, are they there? I make sure I'm on the phone with them, make sure that they satisfy everything, the money's been paid, you know, and then everything goes on easily. So that's how I, I, I get to do it. So that has been working successfully for me. But for some other stuff, it, it's definitely going to need you on the ground uh, to do these things. I also want you to share with the audience something you told us at the table. And, and I just it was like, yes, it's like I know this guy is a master monopoly player. But you said to take your 150,000 in the Gambia or Sierra Leone. Well, you're going to make more money and it's going to be, you know, it's going to be more pleasurable. Can you explain that to the audience? All right. Great. So now, for example, yeah. $500,000. I have that in cash. All right. I would take that money. To, I would rather take that money to Africa, invest that 500000 That will give me five to ten times the profit of a property I will invest in London, okay? Now, if I say I'm gonna buy that property outright, $500,000 or 500,000 pounds in London, and that property will bring me, let's say 13, 1400 a month. 1400 a month, you times that by 12, to understand? You probably get about 17, let's say below 20,000 pounds every month, okay? I will take that $500,000 to Africa or 500,000 pounds to Sierra Leone or Gambia. That should be at least able to build me at least those two bedroom, at least five or six or minimum 10 two bedroom complex. 
okay? Two, two bedroom, top notch finished and everything with that amount of money. So I've got, let's say, for example, eight two, two bedroom apartments in Freetown or in Gambia. And if I want to rent these properties, for example, let's say I'm renting the two bedroom, each one of them for $5,000 a year, okay? Furnished and everything, $5,000 a year. So you do the math. Do you understand? So two of that, do you understand, will give you 10000 Four of that will give you 20000 So the four has given you the, the money that you will make on one of the houses here. And the rest four is just profit. So you make double the money that you will make here. To understand, you make double the money in Africa that you will make here. And then, and then guess what? Those type of property, people always need them. Two bedroom, one bedroom, two bedroom, because that's what people, people are like now in small families. They're not looking for mansions, bigger houses. If you have a mansion, it will take you a very long time to rent them in Africa. But two bedroom, one bedroom, maximum three bedroom. People are looking for this kind of accommodation in Africa. They want it. Do you understand? So it, it, it will go in if it's in a very good build and it's looking nice, it's like in a modern way, definitely people will take it. There are entrepreneurs there, there are young family, probably a, a guy who's working at a bank, he wants to upgrade his life, he wants to live in a very nice two-bedroom flat now. There are many other people who will take it from you. So you will make double the, the, of, of the money and the investment and, 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 and that house will cost even much more than the property in the UK here. Because if you have a, a, a eight bedroom complex compound that will bring you 40,000 or $50,000 a year, I mean, that in, in, in Sierra Leone, that could, you know, any parts in Sierra Leone or in Gambia, that will cost you, uh, you know, in, in price, it will go up to a million or even more to understand, but you probably, invest four or five hundred thousand dollars to to get that you can actually if you know how to do it right you can actually get more properties with that money if you know how to do it right you could get more property if you if you have good laborers that are working for you you have good suppliers that are that are basically giving you things and and when it comes to building for me there is a strategy that i use in 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 in, in africa that is easier for me i i get my supply beforehand you understand so what i did I go first, I make a, a good relationship with whoever I'm buying my supplies from. Probably I buy once or twice. They know me now. They know where I'm building. They know that they're going to get their money. So what I will do, I, they will start crediting me in advance. Do you understand? So I will take 100 bags of cement and I'll say, you know what, I'll pay you by blah, blah, blah time. Probably before that time, I pay them. So we've created that trust. So whatever I need now is just a phone call away. Do you understand? So my project get to go faster even though when I don't have the money. Do you understand? So my project goes faster. So this is the strategy I have been using and, it, and, it, and it's been working for me. You know? it, it, it bothers me when I hear people say, you know, that they don't have um, anybody to trust in Africa. That's why they don't go back home because there's no one they can trust. You have found those relationships and that's the key. You have found good people who want to continue doing work. Were those two bedroom or those three bedroom apartments that you have, can you tell the people how quickly they were built and did you have to be there while they were building or you were, were you able to do it while being in London? 
and I, I, I did all my building while I was in, while I'm in the UK. Everything I, I did in Africa, I did it while I'm here. So basically, um, what I do sometimes when I go there, I find the contractor, okay, or whoever is going to be handling my building, and then I find the the the, the, the suppliers and everything. Probably the project may start in front of me. And then once the project, no, the, the, fact, the other house I built, the project didn't start in front of me. So I had my, my uncle that was going there to supervise it and then the contractor. And then we had an agreement. Luckily for me, I have met some contractors that they're very good. And then, I mean, they deliver on what they promise. I know a lot of people have met quite few bad contractors where they will promise them certain things and then things are never been done. So I, 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 try to get good connections with the contractor, make sure I, I negotiate a good price with them, that they will be happy to do the work for me. And then, and then what I do, I, I, I have other people as well that I know that are other contractors as well, that, are, that they're like, they're like sort of, in case if anything goes wrong, or maybe me and the contractor fall out, I could simply call other, other contractors to come and take over from that and moving on. So they, 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 they you know, I've always, you know, been, 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 been doing that. So that's, that, that works for me, you know? So, um, with all the buildings that I did, I, I had the contractors, they come in, we negotiate the price and then, and then, and then, you know, know how much I'm going to give them, how they're going to start the work and then it, it, whatever they're going to need for the supply and whatever. So I have, uh, you know, one individual who I buy most of my building materials from and he, sells all type of building materials so sometimes what i do i i i buy things in advance as well i i, I normally buy uh, building materials in advance so i pay for them and then i just have them there so once once the work is going on they just they just go and pick it up from the suppliers and then bring it and then mostly i i, I what i what i do if i have the physical cash because sometimes people might not have the physical cash to do certain things but sometimes I wait until I have the, the, the you know, uh, probably 50 or 60% of the money that I want to do something. Then I, I, I go and buy mostly the finishing of the property because when it comes to housing, the finishing is one of the most expensive things. So I try to buy mostly the finishing and then, and then put it and, you know, because the prices might go up. So I just put it and then it sits there. So whenever I need it, it's just a matter for me to just to go and, take it and bring it and then they fix it. So what I'm, I will be thinking about now after I've bought the finishing is about how to pay the contractor uh, and then how to be buying the cement and sand. Those are like my main focus. But when it comes to the, the iron rods and other things, I, I have already bought them. So it's all about taking and fixing. So that's the way it works for me. So it's never easy to have a, a trustworthy uh, um, um, someone out there, but you can definitely do have somebody trustworthy to work with in Africa that can get your job done. Do you understand? It, it is, it mm -hmm. is possible. And, and obviously there are estate, uh, uh, really trustworthy estate agents, like estate housing building project agents out there who can, can, can help you achieve some of this stuff. Do you understand? But, um, you know, and, and obviously it's, if you can go out there as well, to, to, to spend some time there, it's obviously an experience for yourself to, to, to be there and watch your, your, your project. You know, there are some of these projects that you'll be embarking on. 
you, you know, you yourself have to get yourself into the field and dirty yourself to get your job done. You know, it's 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 nothing easy. You know, it, it might sound easy from the way I'm saying it now, but it's it's never easy. But it's it, it's achievable. It's definitely you can achieve it. Do you understand? It's not about being easy, but they, it is achievable. But you have to put in the effort and stop making excuses. You know, exactly. and, and that's. And, and that's where your success has come in. There are no excuses, just mission. Let's complete the mission. With your successes that you've had and the best is yet to come, I truly believe that for you. What is a community give back that you are doing or that you plan to do in the future? Well, for me right now, obviously, if I was going to go back home, continue doing the Airbnb and the booking.com, obviously, I was going to scale my, my business. And then obviously I'm going to employ more people to do the room servicing, maybe a chef that will be doing, but uh, you know, breakfast and um, other stuff. So obviously I'm going to employ staff. I'm going to employ people. I'm going to be getting people on, 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 on wages as well. So that is one way I'm going to be helping the community. And then obviously there has to be somebody that around the community that, that can benefit from it as well. And, um, and, and these these are things I'm 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 you know that I'm definitely going to do, you know, scaling my Airbnb business in the Gambia, and then and then start a project in Sierra Leone as well, where the same Airbnb are going to run there. So as we speak right now, I'm trying to put some project together whereby I want to come up with a, a, a production, something that has to employ, you know, create jobs for more people out there in Africa where. It can be anything. It can it can be a production of producing stuff. It can be a, 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 a little warehouse that will be running, a, 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 you know, a, quite certain businesses that people can can you know I can be able to employ people, so people can work. Because for me, it's all about. I, I personally don't believe in doing everything alone because in this life, what I, what I understand is that you have to get a partner. You have to get people to work with. To understand trustworthy people, people who who basically are, are <clears throat> have the same ambition <clears throat> like yourself, or have the same dream, or or maybe, you know basically have a dream, wants to do something out of, you know with their life, you know. So this is what I believe that you know it's always nice to work with people that have ambitions and have dreams. So and 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 you can't be able you can't you can't do everything by yourself. It's not possible. You must have somebody to work with. You understand a partnership or somebody to help you scale your business, you know? So, and, and, and obviously it's not easy to get this type of people, but when you do have a good person, just hold them, hold on, hold, hold on to them tight. So at least they can scale your business, make your dream come true and their dream come true as well. So thinking about, you know, helping the community back home, obviously uh, for wh where I'm from and, 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 and where I've got my properties, if there is a project that comes around the neighborhood that we have to do something, even sometimes when I go there, I, I, I bring up suggestion, okay, what, what can we do to, to make this look better or to make that look better? You understand? Or it can benefit all of us. So, you know, sometimes they do call me over here and then I do give my own assist, financial assist to make sure things are done. So whenever I go out there, I do make suggestions to them as well that what we can do to better our community and our environment. And that has been working 
successfully for us. Wow, this is this is good game you guys are getting, whether you are listening, with the majority of you are listening, and you know, those YouTube numbers are, are coming up and everywhere else this goes out. We we thank God for this. Let people know where they can contact you. Uh let the people know um also if you ever have a plan for maybe like a book where you talk about your experience, but also have it be like a guide to say, this is what I did. And as of right now, you could do the same. Maybe you share contacts. I'm just, you know, I'm thinking because, you know, you also have an entertainment background where you guys go on his Instagram and you see the abs, um, you know, you got to work for the abs, right? That No one gives <laughs> it to you, but let them know. So whether they are inspired by the business or by the abs in the workout, how can they get in contact with you? Well, uh, I'm on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and TikTok. It's the same name. It's Tyron the Prince, T-Y-R-O-O-N-D-A Prince, T-R-I-N-C-E, Tyron the Prince. So that's my, my social media uh, handle. So you can uh, add me on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, and um, uh, Snapchat, TikTok. I'm, all, I'm on all the, the social media platforms. So my advice is, is to, to, to people, especially on the diaspora, is that I understand I am at the diaspora myself, okay? It is stressful out here. You understand, you know, it, it is definitely stressful, you know, and the weather is not helping, number one, you know, the weather will keep you indoors all the time. And then you find yourself stuck to your phone. Your phone is like, you know, the TV and your phone is your best friend. You understand? And, and, and when, I'm, when I'm in Africa or, you know, especially when I'm in Africa, I don't really go on my phone as much because there are people around me to interact with, to talk to. Imagine that day when I when we were sitting at at at, at Bintumani Hotel. I mean, you can hardly get that here in, in in Europe where people can just come next to you straight away and then you started talking, eating together, and 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 then vibing, just talking, not being on on social media or being on the phone. We were having a real conversation, you know, enjoying ourselves at the same time, having a great dinner. So that that is that is what I I like so much about being in Africa, where you're going to be dealing with people directly you know you're going to be connecting to people you're going to be connecting to the to the to the nature you're going to be connecting you feel you feel belong if you understand what i mean you feel belong you you feel like you know you can come out walk outside your door and then your neighbor could say hey hi hi tyron you okay so you know i don't get that here i don't even know my neighbor i've been living around with them for 10 years i don't even know their name i don't even know what they do for a living do you understand so you know, it's different out there. Do you understand? Even if you don't, you, even if you don't want to speak to people, people will speak to you. They see you come out the street and they want to talk to you. They want to interact with you. Just that alone makes you feel alive, makes you feel like you belong. So I can say, you know, diasporans that are out there, I know we, we, you guys love Africa. You guys want to go to Africa. Please go check out Africa the feeling that you will get, that, that, you know, your stress level is going to go so down that you can't even imagine. Do you understand? There's a lot of opportunity out there. You know, you have more opportunity to change more life out there in Africa than even to change in America or in England. Do you understand? So with your little change that you have here, it will go a long way there for you. It will definitely go a long way there for you. Right now in England, I don't know. I don't think if, if, if the, the, the property I have in, in Africa, if I have them in England, I'm a multimillionaire. 
Do you understand? And, 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 you know, I've got an eight bedroom mansion. How, how can I get an eight bedroom mansion in, in London or any part of England? You know what I mean? Like, that, that's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. Do you understand? Yeah. An eight bedroom mansion with $150,000 or $200,000, you'll be able to get that in Africa. But you, you cannot get that in America or in England either with the amount of money. Yes, yes. Well, well you guys, yeah. you, I'm going to tell, like I always tell you guys, probably the best conversations happen offline. But for time's sake, I thank you for the game. We thank you. If you guys do nothing else, make sure you share this with somebody. It will change their life. It will change our lives. With unity, we all win. You guys, be blessed. Thanks for getting in the game and listening to the Diversified Game Podcast with Kellen, the number one show pairing entrepreneurship with diverse and inclusive perspectives like wine and cheese, bagel and locks, fish and grits. Be sure to visit diversifiedgame.com for all the good stuff. Join in the conversation and discover more content.